Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champ, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. What's up, guys? It's Brian Jackson of the 4th Down Experience Podcast, along with Chris Hughesby. We're back again every week providing fantastic content and excited that you guys are here with us. We have an awesome guest with us today, a young guy, uh, went 22 for 25 on his field goals this past season in college, 88 percentile, and he had a long of 57. And another note that's important as well is he was perfect on his extra points, 52 of 52. He is the 2019 Fred Mitchell recipient award which is the best kicker in over 700 schools in the country d1 to play all the way down to juco 700 plus kickers this guy be out luis aguilar welcome to the show bro thank you for having me it's a pleasure hey luis welcome to the fourth down experience podcast we are excited to have you on so uh glad you could join us today thank you chris appreciate it so, Luis, like, just hearing what I just said a second ago, 700 kickers in the country compared to the 130 in FBS, you have an additional 700 kickers, you are the one that wins the award. But how does it make you feel? Um, truly uh, humbling. I mean, it, it, I mean, up to this day, you know, I still can't really process it, but... It's been such it's been such a great um, it was it was a great achievement. I mean, coming into the season, you know, I just I was just focusing on one kick at a time, not really looking forward too much in, to the future, you know, just trying to help my team win. But, you know, postseason, you know, seeing the way I ended up and and you know, seeing my stats, it it was it was kind of like like I wasn't really shocked, but at the same time I'm like, you know, I did that, you know. But Looking over that Fred Mitchell award and over like how many other kickers they evaluated and stuff, you know, it's it's, it's really humbling. It's a huge honor, um, and honestly, I could have done it without my my teammates. Uh, so, Luis, as you were going through the season, having a great season, field goals and all that, like. Were you starting to get little notifications and people talking about how great of a season you were having and, and maybe that you were kind of mentioned amongst the better kickers in the nation? Like, does that media hype start picking up a little bit or did you notice it? Did you pay attention? Oh, yeah. It, it for sure started picking up. Cause, I mean, after that first game, I got the Big Sky Special Teams Tour of the Week and I, I had already broken my career long and, and you know, we had won that first game and, and it, you know, so like after that, um, it was until like the third game where, you know, there was like more reporters from Fox staff in the Daily Sun, like starting to like kind of like start posting like, you know, Louis Aguilar's having a uh, breakout season and you know what, like it's, they're just paying more attention. Um, but I, I did notice it, but I didn't really, it didn't really affect me. You know, I still have that chip on my shoulder because this was also my first full year kicking because um, previously I was a punter. Um, but 
Yeah, I, I for sure did notice it. Just uh, I just you know didn't really think about it too much um, and just took it one um, day at a time and practice and as far as kicking one kick at a time. You just finished your junior year, correct? Yes, sir. So you you earned the award. You know, what are your goals for next year? You had a phenomenal season. What's your mindset for preparing for a senior year? So as of right now. You know, I'm a uh, spring ball coming up on the 24th of March. So uh, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I want to have a good spring. And right now, just getting stronger, getting more explosive, um, and continue, continuing that on to the summer. And then, you know, heading into fall camp, heading towards the season, have the same goals, you know, uh, just mentally uh, taking it one kick at a time and, you know, not worrying about two kicks and I'm just worried about that next kick and then overall just you know finishing number one in touchbacks and uh, percentage and all that stuff that comes along with that mentality of taking it one kick at a time and not getting too ahead of yourself but goals are the same as this year and I don't um, I I'm giving myself uh, high expectations and I don't want to you know lower those standards Hey Luis talk about your relationship with your Long snapper and holder. Obviously, they were a huge part of your success this past season. Huge, um, man. They they've been my best friend since day one, and I live with a long snapper. So, I'll you know I see him every day. We go to listing together. You know we do everything together. And my holder, we weren't as close in the beginning because we were competing for the punting job. <laughs> but you know, uh, the past years we've been really close and. You know, we just we just drinking together. Uh, they're they're those uh, they're those guys. You know, they're gonna be in my wedding one day. You know, like nice. Uh, we've built such a strong relationship, and I trust them. You know, with my life, and they they make it so much so easy <clears throat> to go out there and, and kick and just do 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 my job. You know, they make my they make my life easy. Just curious, Luis. You know, as the best kicker in D1 to play all the way down to Juco. Um, maybe talk about your ball tilts and and do you like it straight up and down or to the right or a little forward or, or whatever. Maybe talk about just the way you like the ball held for you. Well, it depends. Since I, I mean, I kick in the dome, so right there I'll just, you know, I'll just have a little tilt towards him. Um, but when we kick, since, you know, in the Big Fly Conference, you'll play at a lot of outdoor stadiums, windy stadiums and stuff. And, you know, I'll, we, in that week of, of practice, you know, if we play like at Illinois State, we knew it was going to be windy, it was going to be raining. Um, we were kind of working on uh, tilting the ball a little forward, um, just because of that wind. But overall, I like it just, um, just a little tilt, you know, to, to, to the holder. Um, but... I could tell you right now throughout the season, I've gotten a little bit of everything, <laughs> and I've gotten comfortable with it. You know, Coach Pri- Coach Price, our special teams coordinator, has us working uh, bad holds, uh, bad snaps, and stuff. So I won't freak out in the game. You know, it'll it'll just be business as usual. Mm-hmm. So we've worked a lot of bad holds and stuff, and laces laces towards me and everything. So it won't be a a surprise if it ever happened in the game, but. Um, I have such a good long snapper, and he always gave me laces out. So nice. That was never an uh, issue. 
Well, one more technique question here before I hand it back to Chris. Yeah. Um, an impressive stat that you had this past season, dude, was uh, your 83 kickoffs. You had 61 touchbacks. That's that's, that's remarkable. 61 touchbacks. Like you know, so um, what are a few things that you do with your kickoff approach and finish? You know, what are some things that help you? Like if a 14 year old kicker was listening right now. And wanted to get some tips. You know, what helped you be so successful to generate so many kickoff uh, touchbacks? So kicking off was a huge emphasis this past summer. Um, you know, I wanted to hit a lot of touchbacks and just make it easier for for the kickoff unit. But um, I would say just for, it all started off in the weight room, you know, and just getting my explosiveness as fast as possible. Um, but besides that, I I. Uh, I, I remember my senior year of high school, which was the first year I started kicking, I was like a 10-step guy. But, you know, learning as you go, learning, like, like all about the contact, the technique, like, you don't need that many steps. So I'll take six steps um, and then four across. And so reducing the amount of steps, you know, gave me less room, less margin of error. So I was more efficient. And just really focusing on the, on the follow through the hurdle, and um, just it, it's all about the contact. So it was just making good contact and and making sure that I was ascending as far as like approaching my kickoff. I was ascending, not descending or um, up and down. So that was, that played a huge role in just figuring that out in the summer and just getting lots of reps and and figuring out what what like what style was working for me and. And that's what works is just reducing all my steps and, and um, hitting a pure, pure ball. Well, that's great. So you're very polished in, in your answers and how you perceive your kicking abilities. And I think it's really incredible because it appears that you are really into it. You take it very serious. You know, when you go back home, you got a coach that, that's been helping you all along that's really gotten you to where you are. Um, I have like a couple. Nice. Um, one, one of them is Coach Zahner, who I've been working with recently. Nice. Um, and another kicking coach, his name is Andy Bachelier. He's from, he's from, the, he's from my hometown. He's the one that, he, he used to be a specialist up here at NEU when, um, a few years ago. So he came back to the Gallus and he kind of uh, pointed out a few things and kind of started getting me into it. And, he, and he's actually the one that got me into it in high school, so... But him, I have to say him and Zahner. Zahner has been a huge part of it recently. Um, he's been more like a natural style kickoff. Because uh, I've been doing a lot of kicking kickoffs with him the past year. That's nice. Well, he's right in your backyard practically too. So that's he's a real good coach to, yeah, exactly. to learn from. Awesome. Well, uh, tell us about your Fred Mitchell experience now. Uh, what was it like getting that call? Did you know it was coming, or did you have a feeling at all? No, I did not. They, uh, one of the GAs had called me and was like, hey, you know, the head man wants to see you. It doesn't look too good. Uh, he was like, like, did you get in trouble with the law? I'm like, I'm like, no. And he was like, you know, your grades bad, and he was just like putting all these negative thoughts in my head, and. You know, so I didn't know what to expect. You know, I was freaking out, but 
at the same time, I was telling myself, there's nothing to freak out about. Like, I've got nothing wrong, you know? Um, so they really, they really kind of, like, put a lot of thoughts in my head before going into that room. And then when they finally called me in, you know, all the coaches were, were around the table, and I'm like, what's going on? And, you know, there's a phone, and, they, you know, one of the coaches told me to answer it. So I answer, and then um, I hear, you know, he's doing himself, he's on Fred Mitchell, and I'm like, immediately, I'm just like, I like, I kind of sigh, put my head down, and I'm like, okay, now I know what this is. <laughs> and so like, everything just kind of went, you know, I just, it just, my mind was going crazy. Uh, awesome. Right. And so one thing with the Fred Mitchell Award, Luis, that you, that you earned, and it was able to acquire um, through all of your talent and success this past year. Uh, a big thing there is community service. Uh, do you mind uh, talking about what you did in your community and what you volunteered for as part of the criteria to earn the award? Yeah, so uh, we had a really bad museum fire here in Flagstaff, a really popular and, and you know, very well-known museum here in Flagstaff. It burned down. And um, there was what there was uh, a lot of you know a lot of debris a lot of you know just it was bad it was it was really bad and they asked uh, a few football they, they asked the football team if you anyone were to volunteer clean up and and whatnot and you know it was me and like six other guys you know it was like long hours um, cleaning and. Basically, just putting everything in downstairs and uh, picking up, just, you know, any debris. And then another weekend, it was like two weekends after that, um, volunteered at Walmart for the Salvation Army, where I basically helped like over 15 kids um, shop for back to school supplies and clothes. Nice. Um, and it was like, it was a really good experience. It was um, a really hungry experience. It was, you know, I, I, met, I met a lot of really um, neat kids and very bright kids. And another um, weekend in that, that same summer, um, volunteered at the Boys and Girls Club. Spent a few hours there, kind of just teaching other kids uh, football and, you know, playing with them, kick playing kickball with them and just chatting to them about NEU, about football and and just, you know, getting to know these kids and what they like to do and, you know, kinda picking their brain about what they want to do in life and you know, just sharing just sharing anything they want uh, anything they're curious about. Just seeing their firm. It'd be a big brother, right? Exactly. Nice. That's 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 the perfect way to put it. Yep. Awesome. So fast forward to uh, last or two weekends ago, the Fred Mitchell Award Ceremony. What was that whole experience like in Chicago? Oh my God, that was so fun. Being able to share it with you know my whole family and yeah, I mean our athletic director even went. You know our, my head coach and my special teams coordinator. Um, being able to share with all of them was just such a great experience. And um, prior to that ceremony. You know, we were, we were kind of just being tourists and checking out the Spears Tower and checking out Soldier Field and Wrigley Stadium and 
it was it was just so much fun and uh getting to the banquet you know uh, it was at the Hollis Hall the Bears headquarters um which was just renovated nice. it was so cool because we got to like kind of get a little tour of it um but it, it was just you know one of the best one of the best nights of my life at, uh that Monday night um had to uh, give a well, I had the honor of giving a speech, an acceptance speech, um, after being presented the award by Fred Mitchell himself. And that was really cool. Uh, just having my whole family there was like, really was just a blessing, and I was really happy to share with them. So, Luis, are you a are you a junior on the field and in school right now? I'm a junior on the field, and in school I'm a senior, so I'll be graduating this May. Okay, and are you are you planning on returning to, to finish, or are you, you going to grad transfer? Um, yeah, there was uh, so there was like a lot of uh, you know, talks about that, um, but I am actually going to stay. Um, nice here at the U because they all there's uh, one of the one of the two that, you know, believed in me and gave me this opportunity to even be here. Um, and having this new coaching staff, you know, this is the first year uh, with this whole brand new coaching staff. Um, and they've really, you know, have put a lot of faith in me and confidence in me. And like a few days before the season even started, you know, they said that I was their guy. And I was doing them a lot of games. And, and just having that support and having that relationship and, and having those coaches have that much confidence in you means so much and could go a long way. And in my part, you know, with the season I had and everything that's gone, that's, that's, been, that's happened, you know, I feel like I kind of owe it to them and I owe it to um, this team, you know, to stay another year, um, produce, uh, produce the same way, um, and just, you know, um, looking forward to it. Nice. So, nice. So, Luis, that's that's pretty respectful and honorable of you too. And so, like, you know, I asked you that because for me, when I played at Ball State um, back in '03 to '06, for me personally, um, it didn't hit me in my college college career until around junior year, where I felt like, oh, maybe maybe playing in the NFL, in the, in the NFL is like a possibility, or at least like giving it a, a chance, or thinking that I was good enough. Yeah. You know, and I ended up getting a Bears rookie camp workout and then um, played arena football for nine years after that. For you, I'm just curious, like, you know, we're a lot older than you. So, like, when did, have you, when did you, whatever your situation may be, have you thought about, you know, one day playing in the NFL or has it not even crossed your mind or did it when you were 10 years old? I'm just curious. What, what is it like for you personally? So I've, I mean, I've, I've been a huge football guy my whole life, and um, growing up playing soccer, I played soccer my whole life till senior year of high school, and I didn't really play football till um, this my senior year as well as the kicker. And when I kind of knew I was, you know, like I could actually take this to the next level, and you know, when I found out, you know, um, that I could play at NAU, it was like. Wow, I get to be a part of college football, which I love. You know, like I mean, my whole family is a huge sports 
we're a huge sports family. So, like, we love our college football, NFL, baseball. Like, we watch it all. So just, like, kind of knowing that you, like, I could be a part of, like, a Division One um, college football program, you know, that was really cool. So getting there, there's, like, other goals. So, like, it's like, you know, you make it to college, like, football. And then there's the, can I make it to NFL? So, but being a punter, you know, it was, I've, I had my, my rough years, uh, not, I mean, the first year I registered, second year, um, got benched halfway. And then the third year, took over kicking halfway. Um, so this was my first full year, but I didn't really like like have full NFL aspirations until this past summer where I'm like, this kicking is going really good for me. Um, and I could see the competition out there. And I follow a lot of kicking coaches um, like you guys. And... And I follow, you know, all the Coles and Baylor, you know. So I, I, I see all this competition, and I'm like, yeah, I can hang with these guys. You know, I, I feel like I'm better than these guys. So it was that summer when I'm like, all right, I, I, I have NFL aspirations. Like, I want to, I want to, you know, pursue this. So after having this season, you know, and the way I ended up and everything, now it's like even higher. So now it's like, I'm not, not saying I want to put more pressure on myself, but it's like you gotta start. I, I, I personally am kind of treating everything else more like um, professionally. So, you know, getting getting treatment done, trying to stay healthy, working out. Um, everything is like a like like for the future. So this is gonna help me get ready for my pro day. For you know when when if I get uh, a invite to NFL camp. So it's just now I'm just taking it more serious and and I know that, you know, my dreams are still there. You know, what I think is incredible about your journey, and it's it's something that Brian and I preach at a lot of camps, it's important to be well-rounded in your skill set. You know, you were a punter, I, even though you did them all, you, but your focus got converted from a puncher to a kicker. You know, and a lot of guys sometimes are resistant to that type of thing because maybe they like a certain skill set better. You know, and the same thing happened to me. I went into college as a kicker. And then I, they converted me to a punter, and I was kind of resistant at first, but eventually I got, you know, I did it, and then had a great year, yeah. senior year, or fifth year, I should say, and then the doors of trying for the NFL opened up. So you just never know kind of which, which direction yeah. the path takes you, and, you know, legitly, you have the stats for it so far after your junior year. You know, you have the abilities to try to pursue it, for sure, and I think the approach that you're taking mentally and physically and taking care of your, of your body you know, it's obviously good for your future, but it's also good for your, your team, your senior year as well. You know, like just you're presenting yourself better. All the all the, the things that you need to do is just good in general. So I, I commend you on all that stuff too. Appreciate that. So you. leading you to our capstone question, we've had 86 interviews with various specialists and coaches. Uh, you might be our first Big Sky uh, specialist. So question we ask everybody is over the course of your career, what are your five favorite stadiums to play in? And I guess in this case, it'd be your college career. So yeah, playing. The, I mean, we get to play. Uh, we get to play Arizona State and U of A. We switch off every year, so I'm gonna have to say, um, uh, ASU uh, was was definitely is, is 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 top five for sure. I mean, now it was so it was so loud, and and going. I mean, I grew up. And now we're away from ASU, so that's why I consider that my number one. 
do those like playing in front of all my friends and family. Oh yeah, um, nice. Second, I would say Montana. Montana was insanely loud. It was snowy, raining. I mean, those fans are just. All, there's not one second they're not quiet. Um, third, I'd have to say Eastern. Um, that red turf is a very popular um, field. Among, I mean, uh, among others, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it was really cool getting to play on that red turf. Thought it was gonna kind of mess with me a little bit, but uh, didn't. It didn't. Yeah. Eastern Washington, fourth, right? For everybody that's listening. Yeah. And then fourth, I'd say Montana State. That was really fun. Um, they also have a, a really good fan base, and it was loud the whole time. And then fifth, so this one's kind of tricky. I would, I, I want to say Portland State. We got to play at an MLS stadium. Wow, nice. Uh, that year. Um, I, can't, I think it was the Portland Timbers MLS Stadium. Nice. Um, they don't, but what's sad is that they don't play there anymore. You know, they moved to some other stadium this year, but um, it was really cool to get to play there last year because, it was, you know, it was, it was just this huge soccer stadium. And, and I'm growing up as a soccer fan, I mean, I, I knew my MLS teams as well. So that was really cool to be in that. Yeah, that'd be my top five. Nice. And the hometown crowd, right? Obviously, but the experience is outside of the hometown stadium, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, playing playing here in Foxstaff is something else, you know. Like, the the sounds just bounce off the walls. And, and we just got new uh, new, new screens. Uh, nice. Big screens. And new sound system and, and a bunch of other cool stuff and... I, I think we see it like about twelve thousand, but it's so like like it's so close to the field, and it's it's just so compact that when it gets filled, like for family weekend, it's loud, and it's a huge home field advantage. So, but yeah, this especially on kickoffs, it's, it's just the best the best experience as a kicker. Awesome. Absolutely. I mean, well, there's several domes in the NFL to play in, so you're on your way, man. Yeah. Just, to, just keep keep the same energy that you have, and you sound very humble and um, sound like a hard worker. So just keep it up, and um, you know, just obviously have your goals and aspirations of, of trying to earn the award again next year. But don't have the don't have too much pressure on yourself. You know, just go out there and do you, and uh, set set goals and. And bonus goals, and and just keep uh, keep helping your team, man. That was, I mean, you helped your team out tremendously on defense with your kickoff touchback percentage, and and then you scored a crap ton of points, you know, which which helped your team get some wins. So, um, best of luck to you, man. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us, and, and also um, just being a great example for the next generation of young kickers. That means a lot. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was uh, it was fun. Yeah, I appreciate it, and uh, thanks for being on, and we'll be in touch down the road. And good luck in this offseason and spring ball. Yep, sounds Bye, good. Luis. Thank you, guys. Have a good night, man. Yep, good later. Good night. Good night. Peace. Great young man that guy is. Yeah, it was It was a fun interview. What really sold me, too, is just his mindset. You know, you kind of have that eye-opener season, 
you do well, you know, obviously a little bit more attention gets on you. And I, I like the professionalism that he's developing and his work ethic and things like that to, again, help his team out. And I think it's very commendable as well to finish out your career at the same school as well when it easily could change. So I think it's real cool that he's doing that as well and sticking with the program and the coaches that believe in him and all that. So a real good kid. Absolutely. Hey, guys, you know, we just wanted to ask you, uh, hey, follow us on social media. Uh, we're providing you a lot of guys free content with these fantastic interviews. Uh, and so we, we'd love it if you guys just give us a follow on Instagram at 4th Down Experience and then also um, Twitter, 4th uh, Down Experience. Uh, please follow us there and, and just um, give us a like, drop some comments. We'd love to hear your guys' requests on who to interview next. So please send us a DM on any of those social platforms and we'll do the best we can to get those guys on the show. Yep. Thank you all for listening, guys, and we will see you next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 4th Down Experience.